Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Shirt Stuffed Ottoman. We made it! Indeed! Ahoy! Ahoy! It is... It is a day. It is, it is one of those days... Oh? That is... <coughs> is it... That doesn't sound good. Oh, no, it's... <laughs> as in, that has an... Ex- so, whenever... <coughs> listeners, in case you're wondering, if you ask somebody, how is their day? And they answer with, it's a day. That means... Terrible. That's what that actually means. Okay, so don't let them lie to you. Uh, it means your day is horrendous and they want to go home right now. So, like, if you ask them that at work and they're like, oh, it's been a day, that means it's been horrid. It is a bird. Right? But, yeah. right that's what, that's, that's the, that's the truth. So, uh, <clears throat> a little worried about Colin now. Am I right, Aaron, or am I wrong here? Sorry, I'm finished snacking. Uh, yeah. Oh, there. <laughs> what are you snacking on? Yes. Uh, well, so I've done a complete diet change, and this is the first time I've had like sweets in like a week. So I'm. I'm sorry. It's the first time you've had nerd stuff. Wheat in a week? What? Eating snacks like something sweet. Oh, oh sweet. sweet. I thought you okay. said wheat, and I was confused. <clears throat> uh, Aaron, question: mm-hmm. Have you been eating raw liver and bone marrow all week? <gasps> no. Okay, it's, good. Uh, it's more like, you know, a little more protein kind of stuff. You know, not so much carbs. Uh, nice. Sounds like he's been eating like that, uh, so. liver and bone marrow. A little bit of, a little bit more protein in there? No. <laughs> no, no, that's not what that sounds like. Hey, chum, picture your fridge. It's a bunch of bone marrow. Dude. Oh, dear. All right, so since Aaron brought it, Aaron, I need we cut you off last week a little bit when you started talking about the liver king. I apologize for that. Would you? I have discovered something that's hilarious, and it just reminded me. So I have a a bit of a tangent. Aaron, would you explain to people who maybe we didn't do a good job last week? Who who is the liver king? Aaron, who is? Oh, I'm I'm probably not the best person either. Um, I've only watched him a few times. <laughs> When Shelby has has them on TikTok, um, it so initially I know he started out as kind of like a like what's the word alternative health like motivation kind of stuff and because like his videos like if you if you're bored and you scroll like all the way down like his videos from when he started are like vastly different from what they are now. Um, his he is a caricature really of this kind of like over the top manifestation of everything that is like oh i'm the ultimate you know human blah like i'm the ultimate like man and so like it's kind of interesting to see that um but he's uh he uh, he, like, he he's an alternative health I guess that's the best way that I can describe it, um, where it's like taking a step back and like, oh, look at what us as mammals and what is 
of human beings have come from uh, from a long way uh, to where we are now. So, like, it's 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 over the top, like workout stuff. Um, you know, believe in you know the all natural way that human beings you know eat meat, um, and you know he eats raw liver. So. Um, with most of his meals, so that's the Lizard King. I only I don't binge watch his videos. Sometimes I'll pop on and we'll get on a little scrolling of like, oh, this is you know, what his older videos used to be like compared to what they are now. So that's probably not the best way to articulate of who or what he is. Um, but he's got a family um, who they're all very like very healthy individuals, um, and it's just. It's very interesting content because it's not like anything that you're expecting. It's watch this man run with a bunch of, uh, you know, pit bulls or whatever dog it is uh, while he's, you know, barefoot and has chains wrapped around his neck the whole time. That's who, you know, that's what got my attention first. And then it was all the, oh, this is what we we eat because this is our, our, our primal state. Yada, yada, yada. I think that's a good summary. I think last week uh, we sort of mi- missed the context here. So thank you. Uh, you. I've only seen some of his random stuff on like YouTube shorts and it's, it's similar wow. to how TikTok works. I think because like you just scroll a little bit and like, it's just a mystery what comes yeah. next. Right. So here I am scrolling through like mountain bike videos, skateboarding videos, here's a dude carrying a giant chain around his neck while he's like pulling a truck. And I was like, what? <laughs> raw eggs mixed with raw, or raw uh, meat. Like, yeah. And I was like, I was very like, what? Excuse, hold on. <laughs> now I bring this up because I discovered something that is mildly hilarious. Now I did, I went to his website and he's got, he's talks about his, uh, the nine, his nine tenants. Right. Of you are primalness. I, <clears throat> I just basically Googled it and found it. Right. But he this is the part that got me. He has nine tenets of the primal. Okay. Now, these are uh briefly sleep, eat, move, shield. I don't know what that means. Connect, cold, sun, fight, and bond. I don't really know what these words mean to him. That's just what's on this list. Uh when I go to his thing. So I haven't done that much research, but <clears throat> that reminded me of something else. Uh, and it made me chuckle because it's a similar type of situation here. Uh, oh, I lost it. Where'd it go? Yes. <clears throat> uh, another person that lived by tenants. Right, and was David Tennant? Um, uh, true. Who is the quintessential? One of the quintessential <laughs> tenants was just him being. So I think that's <laughs> and a tardigrade. That's true. But I am, of course, talking about the ultimate warrior. Blam! <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? I did. I did not. The ultimate warrior. Speak to me, warriors. Right. Uh, so he had. 
he went the Ultimate Warrior. If you didn't know about the career arc of the Ultimate Warrior, aka Mr. Hellwig, right? Um, he 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 appears to have gone slightly crazy later in his life. He wrote some comic books. Do you know this? I did not. That's hilarious. Um, anyway, <laughs> he has the concept of <laughs> distrucity. Yes, and the eight tenets of the warrior, which are physical beliefs, mastery, attitude, commitment, association, integrity, and wisdom. <laughs> and I found that they, the both of these people have tenets to live by. Right, the path of the warrior is also very much about like self-centeredness. Right, it, it's kind of like self. It's his own version of self-improvement, mm. right? But it's like tainted with like you have to look at yourself because no one else will help you because you know Hulk Hogan like screwed him over a bunch of times. So like, there's that. It's like tainted with bitterness <laughs> in, in in the Warriors. Yeah. But like, I think Aaron Aaron said the great word here. The the Ultimate Warriors thing is also sort of a caricature of this like of this person, right? Like the warrior is this like weird caricature, uh, of a person and had the tenants of the warrior <laughs> and all this stuff. And I was reading that he had these, that the liver King guy had these tenants that he lived by. And it just reminded me for some reason of the ultimate warrior. And I just couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> it just started like laughing hysterically. Right, both like massively shredded dudes, both talking about like mastery of the self. One of them rambling on about spaceships and the terrain of testament and parts unknown. The other one eating raw liver, but you know, <laughs> pretty much the same. I feel like there's more similarities here than than I'm comfortable with, and I think. Well. Maybe the Liver King is actually just an Ultimate Warrior fan. This is where I'm going. Uh, Liver King loves the Ultimate Warrior. That's what I think. <laughs> is, you know, yeah, he, is, he is a warrior. That's what I'm saying. He is a warrior. This is true. I, I do think about the kind of people who come up with their own tenant. Right? Like that. That is a different, I don't know, who, who sits down and, and tries their best to come up with tenets to live their life by. Um, and what what inspires those? I'm trying to think of other people who, who live by, what, are, what tenets are living? I guess. Oh, also, by the way, distrucity, in case you're curious. Yeah, go ahead. This is a warriorism for a truce between destiny and reality. A truce between your destiny and your reality is your distrucity. You know what is is really terrifying is I spelled the distrucity correct on the first try. I mean, it's exactly <laughs> how it's very phonetic, right? But like, it's <laughs> if you were like me, listeners, going, what on earth does that word mean? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's. His like spiritual answer for uh, that, right? Mm. I think what the warrior did was he looked at Buddhism and saw, oh, they have eight tenets. 
I should come up with eight also. <laughs> and that's why you have some that are like weird, <laughs> right? That's how you get like mastery moment of mastery like yeah, that. Or, or they're just kind of like um, <laughs> kind of grasping for straws to fill it out. Yeah. Like something oh. like association. Like what? Uh, you ran out of things, didn't you? <laughs> that's <Yeah>. what <laughs> I, I so that was my that was my side thoughts after last week's. I was just like, wait a minute, <laughs> this is too similar, and it's funny to me for some reason that they these <laughs> they just remind them of each other. You know, I mean, I I make sense. They do go hand in hand quite well. Um, maybe so. What the Liver King really needs is face paint and I, some know, tassels. I, I think I, like I, that's I, what he needs to really complete his look. Well, when people. Are you just have the beard though, so maybe you know. I don't know. <laughs> when people do are such caricatures of 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 a persona, like in my mind, going obviously, or I don't know, maybe he really is just like exactly like that and always has been. But I know who be, that people who go into um, on YouTube and the internet kind of have a persona that they that they put out there that's a little bit tweaked and different than themselves. I wonder how many versions of the early stages he had face paint, right? Did, was there a moment where he's standing in the bathroom <laughs> mirror going, do I leave this on? Do I take it off the video I'm about to shoot? Because obviously he was pretty committed. He's like, all of my videos will be shirtless, regardless of where I am in the world. I will be shirtless and I will have a massive beard. But do yeah, I, I saw, paint? I saw some videos of Liver King and he was like in a store and I was like, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Where are your shoes? <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, our ancestors didn't wear shoes, Brandon, obviously. <laughs> but they also didn't have no shirt, no shoes, no service sign. You're breaking the two two tenants of shopping. No, <laughs> no there's more tenants of shopping. There we go. We've got eight, we've got nine, we got three. I guess. Um, but, I mean, but they weren't the, that, those are for people who aren't the liver king. <laughs> oh, that's true. <clears throat> so, yeah, I just had made that connection this week for I don't really know how I came about this but like just one of those like right time things but I, I made this connection and I, I needed to share uh, this with everybody because it it makes me laugh a lot and so I did <laughs> I I mean these are the kind of connections that you don't get that take the special make connection. it's true it's true <laughs> load up the spaceships with rocket fuel boys and we're gone yeah I mean, kick you don't... down the cockpit door oh Hogan. that's what <laughs> you don't words to live by yes i, I think i don't know i don't know if you want to live by them but... <laughs> you can sure try <laughs> uh... oh, man. yeah no, that's maybe I need some. Maybe I need some rocket fuel for the rocket ship. Uh, I think you do. Help get through get through the long days. Yeah. What have you been up to today that's made it so oh. draggy that you need rocket fuel? <laughs> I uh, I was in Springfield today. Uh, huh. And so, um, doing some in person interviews. Um, for or hiring so that again again it's bad it's it's oh dear you know, 
Good grief, man. <laughs> it's been, it's one of those things where, um, very, very quickly you get to the point where all it takes is two people. Uh, but what it takes is four people wanting the same time of day, like a seven at night. If I had three people that wanted that, I could start a visit at like five forty-five, go to, um, uh, six fifteen, and then I could do six thirty to seven, and then I could do seven fifteen to seven thirty, and I could stretch it out between that. When yeah, get, okay, when, yes. When I get four, all of a sudden I'm an hour out of each of those time windows on either side, based on travel time and visit length. And I can, yes, and I can no longer accommodate a seven. So you need to have a second person to to also be doing a seven and another to be in two places at one. Um, and so our, our, uh, we can get mornings covered, but getting evenings covered has been difficult just the way of people's schedules. So I'm hiring now for week, uh, evenings and weekends because I can't have people who just work seven days a week. That's no fun. Nobody likes to do that. Uh, uh. <laughs> so I have to come in and go, I need somebody who only does weekend, um, which is apparently, hard to find people who just want to work weekends which is okay i understand yeah. right that's no fun nobody's like giving up their weekend so trying to find somebody who basically like already has an job and is looking for extra or is um is the kind of person who's like you know what i want to work all weekends so that i can go and do other stuff during the week and i don't have to wait in line to get my oh uh, yeah <laughs> i mean fair <laughs> which are the kind of people I'm here for. Um, so that's been, that was interesting. I did those two. And then, oh, and then um, we, uh, uh, I'll bleep this in the edit. Um, the Lees from Boy Scouts. You guys remember Logan and Mason Lee? Again, Colin's going to edit that out. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. They're, they're probably too young for you. I, I don't. I don't. Okay. Um, Anyway, they were in Boy Scouts, and I got a phone call from uh, the younger brother uh, three weeks ago, and was like, "Hey, uh, my wife and I started a vet clinic in uh, Springfield. We'd love to do some partnerships together." <laughs> and I was like, "Like, you got it. Sure, <laughs> I'll be right over." And so, like a month later, I showed up, and <laughs> as one does, because I'm amazing, and. Uh, got to sit and I talked with them for an hour about kind of what they're doing and they're they're the only I think they're the only drive through vet clinic it's amazing In- interesting so they converted an old um it on Glenstone and it's the old like Carfi on on Glenstone oh yeah okay so they left the the bay there that you could pull cars in to do yeah that they pull in to do edits and swaps and whatever when they did uh, yeah the, the stereo installs y- yep that's still there. So they've any mini 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 clarify. Yeah, got you. So they can put <laughs> that into uh, an exam room. And so you they, Whoa. they open a garage door, you drive in, they shut the garage door, and they can do all the exams in the car with like medical equipment off to the side and um it's air conditioned in there and so the, the pet can like either never leave there. Um, their car or they can just open the door and walk them right over to a little exam room and like everything's just like right there and i was like 
dude, what? <laughs> this is really cool. <laughs> and, and so I was talking to him. I was like, how long did it take you to convert the Carfi into a vet office? And he was like, I don't even really want it to, to tell you the amount of code violations I had to undo. And he said, but just oh, for I example, can't, I can't, yeah. all, <laughs> all of it, this is this, all of their the ceiling lights <laughs> were wired with car stereo wire. <laughs> this is a very unsurprising <laughs> development, so, right? Let's be real. Anytime they needed to install new lights in the shop, they <laughs> would just just daisy chain it together. Probably, yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> and ran electricity to power light bulbs with stereo wire instead of actual. <laughs> Yes. And, and he was like, there is no way this was passing expe- uh, 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 inspection like at all. So they had to gut the whole thing and uh, they put, it's really nice, they put really nice, thick, um, heavy-duty rubber floors throughout the entire building. Because um, uh, slipping on linoleum and loose flooring can be stressful to dogs or it can be painful for old dogs who have bad yeah. hips. So everything is like super grippy and also because it's rubber, like very sound deadening. So the whole place just has, it still has the sound of a vet clinic, but it's all muffled and all <laughs> just a little bit. And it sounded, so it kind of sounded better, cool better to test your speakers with. Blam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that was, that was interesting getting to stop in and getting a tour of the vet clinic and um, seeing the drive through area and everything because um, I and I was it was funny because I was like I was seeing like photos and seeing news clippings about all of this and <laughs> I didn't know it was you guys <laughs> like I didn't know who it was <laughs> so it was kind of neat uh, to to see that um, and just you know kind of get to know him and, and he and his wife were just like yeah we we're, we're doing all this stuff and then decided we kind of just wanted to change. And so we thought, why not? And I said, so you wanted to start a vet clinic? And they were like, yeah, it was kind of a leap. <laughs> were they like already vets? Yeah, so she, she was, she was a, a vet working okay. at another practice. And he, he has a degree in, envi- in um, like animal science. And he was actually working for the state health department um, on some stuff. And so, ah. uh, so they were just like, "Hey, let's go do this together." So um, I was like, "I just sent you a uh, photo in our super secret." Dude, that is weird. And so you can see the car, the um, bay door there. Um, listeners won't get to be treated to this, but um, you can see the car bay door there, and they can drive in. There's a nice little like mat and a table where they can either wheel that over to the car <laughs> or bring the dog to them. They also have like nice sitting chairs for owners to sit in instead of like hard wooden stools. So That's crazy. Yeah, I thought it was really neat. And then they just drive on out. So I didn't get a picture of the other side, but there's two bay doors on either side. Yeah. So you just drive in and drive out. Get your dog taken care of. And I was like, that's amazing. That's wild, man. Yeah. Down. <laughs> so, yeah. And then it's just been so hot today. And then I got, I got back. I I had to cut that visit short and drive back. And just driving in heat, sun just makes you super tired. I got back home 
And I still had to go do another meet and greet with a dog who's like, oh, I don't know, one of like, he's like super reactive. And his owners are trying to go on vacation. And we've been working with them doing like one or two visits a week for the past couple of weeks. And we're working up to. I just, yeah. Like, <clears throat> but we're like, I, I, this, is, this is some of the most intense sessions I've done. Usually it's just like, oh, hey, dog. But this dog is, he's an American bully and not socialized at all. And so, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, and he's a big boy. So, like, my first visit was okay, like, why don't you go to your favorite park and I'll just be like on a bench? I'll just be like there. Yeah, I'll just be there. Right. <laughs> and so, we did that and I greeted the dog and he was super fine with me there. So, I, we started walking. I was talking to the owner. I took the leash. We finished the visit, finished the walk. I handed the leash back off. And then, um, I, that okay the next visit is going to be me coming to your home but i don't want you to um uh i i i don't want to, i'm not going to come into your house right you're going to bring him out to me so i just like to the yard or the porch yeah, i'm going to be yeah. in the yard i want you to bring him out to me and he was a little like towards me um so we just walked around the yard a couple times i handed her they handed her off hand him off I did a full walk all by myself. And then as we came closer, um, I said, I'm going to take him into the house and put him back in his crate. Um, since we're doing so good right now, so I put him back, walked in, put him in the crate. And I was like, okay, the next visit, I want you to be home. You're going to come out of the home. I'm going to then go into the home to get him out of the crate and go on a walk. And ah, okay. Could, right. And you could tell the owner was like, <laughs> like this is what they've been panicking about. Yeah. Really nervous about how he's going to do. Um and uh the um the wife came out and I said, Where is he located? And it's not a crate, it's like a, a little kennel, a little walled off area with the um uh wire uh fence basically. Okay. Like, like, it's like a little it's, room. It's like a little room, like blocking him off into the corner. Um, oh, okay. Like a little playpen. It's a playpen. Okay. And I was like, okay, great. So I walked in. I started saying his name. I grabbed the leash. I grabbed the collar. Started talking about going on a walk. I ran in the corner. And he was just in the corner staring at me like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, okay. And I, uh, you know, throwing treats to him. He's super fine. Um, and it's one of the few moments where, you know, I, we always try and figure out how much do I have to handle this animal to get them to do what I need them to do. And unfortunately, yeah. These people, they don't have a fenced-in backyard, so I have to get the harness on. I've got to get the leash. I've got to be touching, <coughs> wrapping arms around. Stuff. Yeah, I'm. I told Megan, I was like, I was so nervous. Like I've I, just because I know the owner's nervous. I'm trying not to let that impact me. He seems to be doing fine, but also we always know that can change in a moment's notice. And this would be a serious like hospital visit for me if he went after my arm. He's that big. He's that powerful. But I get the, 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 the everything clipped together and we just go and we're out walking and it's like super amazing. So um, we come back and throw in more treats. He's great. And I came back and I was like, look, the next step is for you to go away for work. And I come over in the middle of the day um, and I asked, you know, how you're traveling. And she's like, yeah, we we really have never traveled and left them. So I was like, okay, all of those signs that you usually give when you travel, please start doing like now, 
You still have another week and a half. I need you to get all that done now so that he's not so crazy and worked up as it closer to the day. So get out your suitcases, get out your packs, throw stuff in them and just leave them on the ground or leave them where they're going to be. All that stuff, start getting out those signals to him so he's not um, so sensitive about it. And uh, and I want to come in a couple days after you've gotten all that stuff out. So the next step will be for them to schedule a couple visits where we I just come over in the middle of the day to take him out. And we'll see how that goes. And that that 30 minutes <laughs> completely wiped me out. I was so, I came home and I was just like, that I, I should not have ended my day on that. I'm just completely exhausted from being hyper vigilant, like trying not to stress out, but also massively stressing out on the inside and keeping everything together and watching. And it's just one of those walks where I'm like, he's going to be fine, but also I need to be on ready to go if something isn't okay. So I came home and I was like, I, I am beat from that, from that 30 minutes. And uh, so hopefully, the next time will be even better and we'll just be, we'll be really good with him. He'll be fine. I hope he'll be fine. <laughs> Please let him be fine. I mean, it sounds like it's going fine now. So like, yes. And I, I did tell them like they were both super worried about this. Um, apparently they only have like an uncle who can take care of their dog while they travel. Did I mention they have two? Um, the other one's perfectly fine. Um, but, They've only had him be able to do it, and they they were they don't want to be stressing him out. So they were upfront and honest about this, and they knew this was going to be a process. I I've told them every single time I've talked to them, interacted with them, sent them updates of just how much we appreciate that because they're they, you can tell they're really trying to get set their dog up for success, um, and that they're worried about how their dog's going to do. So that's been it's been a pleasant to work with somebody like that who's not just like oh no they'll be fine maybe anyway i'm leaving tomorrow bye <laughs> right like that's that's what we usually get from people yeah that's true well that's good it sounds like i mean i don't from what i hear there's no indications that it's not going fine the so only, the only issue of it not going <clears throat> fine is he reacts to me okay Today, I had my staff member there. He mm. does not react to the presence of my staff member well at all. <laughs> uh, as in, I'm on leash, we're fine, he sees her, and he lunges out towards her. Um, oh, okay, that's unfine. Fine. No. <laughs> this is not fine. <clears throat> We've and moved back to unfine again. Totally back to unfine. So that's the other thing of like, okay, so he's doing okay with me. But I can't do all of these visits. <laughs> so we need to also get him fine with another person very quickly, <clears throat> but not moving too fast. Yeah. He's overwhelmed and stressed, but also knowing like clock is ticking here and we have to make a determination for them to either, so we can tell them, look, you're going to have to make alternative arrangements because this isn't working out for us for this trip. But we'll keep trying, basically. Um, but that's that's the only thing of for whatever reason, I'm fine. So what we're going to do is in between the clients leaving and us coming over for a midday visit, I'm going to have our, my staff meet the owner back at the park where I first met. And I'm going to hope 
that the dog doesn't also start linking, oh, you were the same person at the house, they probably will. I'm not sure how this interaction is going to go. I mean, go, yeah, but... But I'm going to be present um, and watching to see how this goes. But it needs to happen so everything's okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, hopefully uh, we'll be good. Hopefully you don't get eaten by a giant dog. <laughs> that would be bad. We don't want that. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I, it, these are the things that we like have conversations with and stress out about. And when I tell people, like when I'm doing the, the interviews today, like we literally never know what we're walking into in a house. The dog could have been just fine in the morning. But we come over in the afternoon and it's totally different. So we've got to be ready for that. And that's the part that's kind of hard to teach people and get them thinking about because they're used to their dog who is kind of always the same and it's always likes them and it's always interested in them. Uh, and having to be like, yeah, I know that's fine, but like this dog is not your dog. This dog is also alone and maybe scared and fearful. Then who knows what happened? Like we may be arriving shortly after the, um, the, the trash truck just drove by and they hate the trash truck. And I walk through the door are they going to redirect anything towards me? Are we thinking about that? Like, I, yeah, the, the, the stress stacking, right, is very real. And um, I'm reminded by, uh, I, I don't know if I told you guys this, but when, uh, again, we're coming back to uh, pe- people being on the loose on the podcast, uh, but there was a fugitive that was loose and he was loose in a particular area of town and the police were out looking for them in this in this neighborhood. And I came over the next morning and these three little shit dudes had like eaten through drywall and torn down the baby gate that was locking them into the uh, utility room and were scattered throughout the house and come to find out SWAT teams were going from house to house, banging on, banging on the doors. Yeah. Every window and just terrified these dogs. And they were still shaken up in the morning. I, I couldn't imagine if the dogs had been, you know, more fearful, larger, more reactive, and I come waltzing through that door. <laughs> like, Good morning, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like a whole bunch of boxers just like eat you. Yeah, <laughs> right. And <laughs> and I had I didn't know about any of the, the like banging and stuff until I talked with a neighbor about that. And you know, you just don't you just don't know. That's true. That's crazy. Uh, update. Did I tell you? Update. They have uh, captured all fugitives from the jail down here. What? All have oh. been apprehended. There you go. Update. Okay. Uh, crime uh, update. All fugitives have have now been captured. Question. <clears throat> question. Yes. Were they found together? No. Okay. Okay. One was in uh, Springfield. Nice. As you do. One was somewhere in like central Arkansas, I believe. The other one, uh, Wyoming. So Whoa. he, <laughs> man, he really made a break for that. He he was not messing around. He was he was going for it, you know. Whoa, so, <laughs> Wyoming. That's insane. Now, were they found with anyone else, or were they alone? No. I think one of them was found with a girl, like a girlfriend. Okay. Right. But I don't, that's the only one I heard about. I think that was the Wyoming one. Uh, him, they followed a string of uh, stolen vehicles, basically, to him. They were like, oh, look, 
there's a, a vehicle here in Kansas that was dumped. Oh, a few miles away, a vehicle was stolen from this farm. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if these two things are connected. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. That's where. And the, it was weird because, like, the news was like. At least some of the news reports were talking about, like, they might be together and they're, like, very far away from each other. So that was weird, too. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Some of the stuff I was reading was like, yeah, it was like making it, in, it was like insinuating that they would be traveling together, which would be weird, right? But like, yeah, not, not unheard of, I don't suppose, but uh, they were not found anywhere near each other, so. Update. All now, how accounted for. Now, impacted the um, political underworld uh, of the area? We're not real sure. Uh, I'm not paying attention to politics right now because it's uh, an even numbered year. So that means we have to elect senators and stuff here very shortly. And all television commercials are just like dudes in trucks holding guns right now. So that's really uh, very exciting because I live in Missouri. That's all my, it's all my uh, political TV show. I know that they were like, there was something about uh, people I mentioned already. People don't really like the sheriff. Uh, already because he's kind of a jerk and i don't think this helped that um <clears throat> they were talking about a, b- a bond to like make repairs to the jail so ho- hopefully past that that would be useful <laughs> oh my god <laughs> because they were they were talking about like before doing that right and people were all like how do we know they're gonna spend the money here and what's it gonna do blah blah and then these three dudes broke out so like maybe that I'm not sure how that's that's going to play a role in that landscape I imagine right like the the oh we need to do something because there's a big hole in the ceiling here where these guys go you know that's crazy that's exactly how the ones that escaped here in our county got out there was like a hole in the ceiling in their holding cell Huh. Yeah, it's a bit uh, so pro, pro bit weird. Tip, uh, Reinforce the ceilings, yeah. Right? Look at the ceiling. It's yeah. I mean, you know, it's weird because I'm like, <clears throat> so in movies they are reinforced, but it's because of a plot device, right? Like flooding, right, or something. Like there's a movie, I can't remember what it's called. It was like the largest like flooded stage movie. Until Titanic came out like the next year. Um, <laughs> it's really good. It's got, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, something rain, dark rain, black Hard rain. I don't remember. Hard rain. Yeah, that's it. It's I, a good I movie. Searched, I searched largest flood stage <laughs> movie and uh, hard rain. Hard rain. Oh. Yeah. It's got Morgan Freeman in it. It's a good movie. Bank robber, small town, mini driver, right? Uh, oh. Yeah, it's good stuff. But there's a thing where he's like locked in the jail cell and oh. like the, the dam has broken and they're flooding the town. It's, it's, it's pretty good. It's like cra- armored car robbery. Just that, anyway, <clears throat> uh, they're trying to like, they lock the cop in the jail cell, but it floods and like he's trying to like break out the roof, but it's like caged rebar over the roof. So like he can't get out the ceiling. Mm-hmm. You, you see? So like I feel like this is a 
this is only done in the movie for plot points, but it sounds like maybe in real life this is a thing yeah. that needs to happen in small Missouri jails because they're just like sheet rock ceilings. <laughs> yeah, they found here. They were like, oh, look, I moved this tile. I'll just, uh, there we go, I'm done. <laughs> Apparently jails in Missouri are just like built exactly like a house. They're just like, oh, it's just a sheet rock ceiling to an attic. Yeah, guys, what are you doing? Come on. Well, now, uh, now you know. <clears throat> so I think that uh, probably going to play some sort of role in bond issues and uh, sheriff department funding. <clears throat> so we'll see. Who knows? Okay. So yeah, there you go. Little update corner for uh very good. Very good. So Aaron, uh what's uh what have you been been doing these days? Other than dietary changes. Changes, yeah. Eating more liver. It uh what have you been Obviously. Doing? You gotta hit those he's gotta hit those baseballs further for the outfield, right? That's what he's doing. He's gonna be like <laughs> gonna show up to practice just like ripped like hey guys boom he doesn't use a weighted bat he weights his arms um, <laughs> oh my are we talking about me i had to take my headphones out yes yeah Good. oh sorry just, you're fine you really hey. wanted to talk to me about something so uh how shredded you're getting for baseball practice yeah what's uh what else is new <laughs> um uh so softball kicks off uh next week i think um, due to Oklahoma high school athletics, um, there's a certain time period where we have to like have a dead week where we can't do anything. And so we have softball coming up, but, uh, I think here, <laughs> what, what are we going to do now this week? Um, I haven't, uh, we, I haven't gone anywhere. Always taking the new car to work every day because her car doesn't have air conditioning. And so I've just been kind of in around the house. Just, Cleaning, getting fucking stuff already planned and ready to go. So that's, that's kind of all I, I've been doing this week. Nice. nice. Good. It's good. You've been going like crazy for a long time. So it's nice to have a little, yeah. little wee break before you have to do it again. Go out in the hot sun yeah. and yeah. You, uh, ball softly. Uh, well, the, um, what is it? Um, July 15th. Yeah, it is a Friday. So in Oklahoma, it's a tradition, weirdly, uh, to where uh, people have practice at midnight on, on Thursday going into Friday. And so we're going to go have a little midnight practice for about an hour. Um, uh, like, what? What? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> we'll, we'll go do, we'll do that, kind of get a little, do a little warm, mostly because it's so hot. Okay, fair. And, fair. And so, a lot, a lot of schools do it to where they just kind of go and, and just do a little kind of like kind of more team bonding than anything. Is that the first day that you're allowed to practice? Yes. Oh, okay. 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 And so we'll go, we'll go do that and see what, see what they're all about. And then, uh, that, what is it? So that, so that's Friday. And then the next day, I guess that Friday, 
uh, we are going to up to St. Louis uh, to go to a uh, um, St. Louis Cardinals game. And so I'm going to be pulling essentially an all-nighter uh, in some way, shape, or form. Oh. Um, for, for this coming up, because I'll be doing... Well, Shelby says I get to sleep in the car, thankfully. That's so that's I'll good. Go, Thank you. <laughs> um, so I'll go. I'll go do the practice, and then, um, I will sleep. I will go home, sleep for however long I can, um, and then uh, I will wake up and I will go to St. Louis. <laughs> Roll into the car and continue sleeping. Car, <laughs> I will and zonked out um, which, um, <laughs> to, to do whatever I can. Because uh, I was sitting there, I was like, oh, I hope there's no way we're going to have practice that early. And they were like, oh, we'll do a midnight practice. And I was like, yeah, but like, why? <laughs> like, why do we, why do you hate me? And so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. And just, yeah. I'm I'm kind of tired. So I'm a little, little discombobulated when it comes to words right now. But yeah, that's that's all all my work, all my week has been so far. Just kind of vibing, relaxing, getting ready for upcoming craziness. So yeah, huh. nice. Yeah. We too have been doing some house organization stuff. It's been eventful. We've been doing some <clears throat> redecorating slash, I don't know, moving stuff around. You know, <clears throat> we have this like dining room area thing. Uh, and like, we don't, we didn't want to get another table. <laughs> so we were trying to figure out what to do with it. So we're, we made it into like a little sitting area thing. Like it's going to be like a, we got some new bookshelves and put in there. So it's like library slash sitting area type situation. Oh, so we had one little shelf. We got another one from like school and like Susan's old office. They were just going to get rid of it. And she's like, can I buy that from you for like, 30 bucks and they're like yep and they're like all right sweet so <coughs> since she's not gonna be in that office anymore they're not using it anymore so they're doing that uh we got a chair on facebook marketplace for like 20 dollars. yeah that's exciting i think what happened is here's my theory right dude's getting married he's getting rid of the chair uh it's an exceptionally bold pattern chair. Oh. And my hypothesis is she doesn't like it. It did not fit. Right. I'm guessing. I have no proof of this. Oh. So, Mr. Guy, who gave us a chair, thank you. We appreciate it. But my theory is <laughs> she doesn't really like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got it for like 20 bucks. So, <clears throat> got that. Uh, got it all set up. Got it found a lamp in the closet or I had a lamp in here in my room but I have two I had two lamps in my room and I don't need two lamps so I put we put it out there it's like a little reading I mean, lamp thing <clears throat> you know it's fine it's like a library style lamp you know like the little ones with the 
It's not green, but it's like brown, you know. <clears throat> it's like that. We'll put it out there. And here's the interesting yeah. part. We yeah. decided to get an ottoman for it, for okay. the chair, because it's just yeah. a chair, right? Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, but ottomans are like stupidly expensive like if you want to buy just an ottoman that's like a thing that costs like way more money than you think it should uh and so susan found these it's an ottoman where it's like you buy just the covering only and it's like unstuffed and so we stuffed it with like old clothes and stuff from the closets so like this solves one of my big problems that i have is like i have all these shirts that i like don't really want to get rid of because they have some sort of vague sentimental value but i can't wear them or i don't wear them and so we stuffed them in the, in the ottoman oh my gosh <laughs> it's sweet so now we've got this sweet little ottoman thing sure. it's full of like old like old like we got new pillows so like some of the old pillows like that we were just going to throw away. Just like shoved them in there, you know, and like <clears throat> old t-shirts, some old like random stuff. <laughs> we just like fill the ottoman and then you zip it up. Boom. It's a nice brown, like faux leather ottoman. But inside it's a whole bunch of random junk from the closet. Yeah. This is genius. I don't know if I my wife is a genius confirmed. There we go. We'll give her all the credit for this one. I'm impressed or like, mildly horrified of like it's amazing you know you're like oh no i want one i don't know how jealous i am of a shirt stuffed ottoman hey um, you can't even tell it's fine now it just looks like you would if you came over you wouldn't be able to tell that it had random t-shirts in it this is one of those things that like you find in an antique store and they're like oh man maybe i'll just reupholster this and then 19 like really random <coughs> mega worn shirts fall out after they open the back and they're just left going what was ha- what <laughs> what was happening yeah well so the ottoman to be fair to be clear this ottoman has no like wooden structure at all it's like just oh it's like a full like a beanbag like, like a beanbag yeah okay oh. it's like a beanbag style but it's like made of like it's on the floor fake leather yeah so it's like it looks it's kind of like i think a beanbag right but it's like much firmer, so you can use it as an ottoman. Uh huh. It's like that. I, I, <laughs> so that literally, it just has a zipper, and you just fill it up with whatever. Is this called a floor poof? I don't know what it's called. I because it was on Amazon for not that much money. I don't think it's called a floor poof. <laughs> I think that's a similar style. I don't know what it's called. I have no idea. Susan sure. is the mastermind behind this genius plan. Stuffle. So floor poop <clears throat> yeah dude i'm telling you it's great but we use it as ottoman you can just like sit in the chair 30 feet up on it yeah. read in the corner next to the harry potter lego collection it's fine don't worry about it everything's fine uh <clears throat> it's, all coming, it's all coming together yeah it is um <clears throat> so yeah we did that so that's what we were doing yesterday we we're cleaning closets and stuff and i was like well Here's a bunch of random t-shirts. Blam. So I've been reorganizing my closet, which is mildly horrifying because I don't it's scary in there and I don't like <laughs> want to think about it. And <clears throat> Well, you've 
successfully deferred it to another day. I mean, I just haven't finished it. I've done the majority. I sorted socks. That's a thing so I did. The question will be, if you have to get another ottoman, will you move <coughs> the sentimental shirts into the new forepoof, or will you just go pull out the the secondary rank shirts and put them? Why would I need another ottoman? Oh, like if it goes, like if it rips or something? Yeah, if it rips, or maybe you're like, you know what? The forepoof is doing really well for us. Let's let's bring in a second one. <laughs> Well, if you have to bring in a second one, then you have to find all new stuffing material. Well, so that well, so that's right. the question: Are you what are you gonna read to the second tier shirt? It depends. If I'm getting, it depends on if I'm getting a secondary ottoman or if I'm replacing the one that I already have. Okay. Okay. As I've only had it for one day, <laughs> not really thinking about replacing yet. That would be pretty drastic. Something would have to gone terribly wrong in order for me to have to replace it already. You know. Fair enough. Fair enough. These are just things. Just keep it on there. Just put a pen in it. You know, save it for later. Yeah. I'm here. We know. We've discussed previously that I have unfounded sentimental attachments to inanimate objects. Right? Yeah, it's the thing I do. It's the Funkhauser way. It is. Um, And so, like, you know, very strange things like, oh, I bought the memes, bought me this shirt, and I, you know, but I kept like she bought me the shirt a long time ago so i like can't wear it because i was a very skinny high school boy right so like i don't <laughs> so i don't necessarily want to sell it but like i don't really want to throw it away but like i don't want it in my closet this is the solution you put it in the autumn <laughs> so it's still in your possession it makes you feel better because you haven't thrown it away you found a new purpose for it and see, this will, I think, how this works is, right, like, now I'm not looking at it. Eventually, I'll forget it's there. And then, like, the eventuality of maybe somewhere down the line of throwing it out, it lessens the blow, right? Like, weaning off of this mm-hmm. nonsense that I'm dealing with here in my brain, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's... It, Instead of taking up random space in my closet, it's being put to good use as a footrest. So, <laughs> turn it because it would look awkward if you just had a bunch of shirts and like wrapped them together with something. Yeah, like a rubber band ball, there. but just like shirts, right? Just like in a big <laughs> in a big pile. That would be weird. But now it's stuffed inside a thing. You don't know. You don't know it's in there. I've made furniture for you. Yeah. Yes. See, it's being useful. It's handy. There you go. That's what we've been doing. That's what, <laughs> that was my grand adventure yesterday. Just cleaning up parts of my closet. Have to a couple more areas I could probably go through, but got the majority of it set up. You know, it's good to go. There you go. Susan sent you a picture because you heard me talking. So there. You <laughs> it is a floor poof. That's what there you is. go. I don't know. Thank you. I didn't look at the name. Bold chair. You see, you see why my hypothesis may be correct. (laughs) Bold chair. Because sure, yeah, that's exactly what happened. They got together. He, he's that that made it to the threshold, and there was a uh uh, and yeah, I think the the fiance was like, yeah, we're getting married, but you're not bringing that chair to my house. (laughs) Oh yeah, and so oh no, yeah. (laughs) 
conversation of I know, honey, I know you like this chair. And he's saying, Yeah, I remember all the remember I said this was the first chair I bought for my first apartment and <laughs> and it just didn't make didn't Yeah. Make yeah. She's like, Yeah, but no, we're not doing that. <laughs> but that's fine. And that's how we got a chair for twenty dollars. That's <laughs> But it goes really well in that corner. I know, right? I think it's he's good. Hey, and those cube, those we have <laughs> the cube bookshelves. I love those so. Yeah, much. that's what they are. Well, there's a long one, and then like the the short, the only four cube one. Yeah, yeah. We have we have a what do we have? I've got a two by five, and I've got a three by four. Oh, in our house, which. I yeah, which I love so much. They're great. <laughs> like yeah, they're very mega nice. Mega storage for not much money, and they work. Yeah, so we're still getting it kind of sorted out a little bit, but I it's pretty good there. So yes, that's what we've been doing this week: decorating, moving things about. Putting t-shirts in an ottoman. <laughs> you know, the usual. Normal stuff. Normal, 100% normal behavior. Everything's fine. always does. Yeah. Everybody totally always does that. I don't think that's... that's it's what they do. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> so are you just going to start looking at... Is this going to turn... Oh, no. This is going to start turning into one of those... Um, like is it cake videos? Have you ever seen those where they're like, oh yeah? But it's gonna be like, is it stuffed with t-shirt videos? Of like, is <laughs> that's it, true. Is it a bookshelf or is it secretly stuffed with old t-shirts, old retro t-shirts? We'll have yes. to unzip it to find out. Oh no, it has a zipper, so it definitely is. This it definitely is. Is not. <laughs> what does it? You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's great. It's perfect. I got a bunch of space in my closet. <laughs> I bet. See, this is what I'm saying. You're going to be addicted to like, okay, how many more, how many more Ottomans can I have in my life? Well, that's true. I, need more room I don't have room for a lot more Ottomans. That's a problem. Oh. Maybe. So yeah, some of these other shirts in my closet have less sentimental value. So some of them have been earmarked to just go away. Cause like, I don't want them anymore. But <clears throat> so those are still out sitting here. Probably just gonna toss them, right? But like <clears throat> or take them across lines or something. I don't know. Uh <clears throat> we have a friend that has a like a repurposed shop thingy, right? So <clears throat> they might end up there. But uh because those are just like Oh yeah, I wore these for work, but now I don't. So, bye. <laughs> I look forward to hearing your review of this. Yeah, I mean, so far, so Susan uh, sat in this morning when she was doing something, so she it was fine. There you go. And if it gets smushed down a little bit and it starts to like deflate slightly, just jam some more shirts in there. <laughs> Add more shirts. Stuff. Then you get. Then you, 
<laughs> the top of the older ones, so you can really slice it. And you can see a nice stratified layer of yeah. dirt inserts over time. Exactly. Figure out what happens Perfect. when compressed over long periods. Oh, yeah. It's like a geology experiment. Look at this. <laughs> this is a sedimentary shirt. Open. Yes. <laughs> the sedimentary floor proof. Kablam. Man. Yes. Well, lots to look forward to. I look yeah, what happens with that. And uh, Aaron uh, needs to get caught up on his sleep. Forward, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try not to get bit this next week. That's that would be good. Time. Please don't get eaten by a dog. I'd like. Please don't be. Fingers attached. Should get one of those attack dog suits, like that they train German oh. shepherds with, so, right? Or at least just a sleeve. No, like you should just get one of those. That. Crazy, you say that. I bought one on Amazon today. <laughs> no. I, we, we've been getting, I mean, yeah, so many requests lately. It's been insane. That's why we're trying to hire a lot. Like, but I, I have two staff members in Springfield. I need five. I need five. Good night. To make that work. And I need four. I need like, I need another person here in town where I think we're going to hire. We, I, we're very close to having three people here locally and then five in town. It would just, that's what we need. Um, Holy cow. To, and, and even then, not everybody, even then I would have people who didn't have a day off sometimes. So. Anyway, I got, got a phone call from a gentleman who was, the first question he asked me was, do you take care of German Shepherd? And two people kind of asked that question. One, pe- one person with... Did you say German Shepherd. the answer depends on whether or not they actually understand German? German. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, only, I, don't, I don't want your attack dogs, okay? No. I don't. Yeah, so exactly. So two kinds of people ask you take care of insert name of dog breed here ones who have awful behaved and ill-trained dog um, or be people who are aware that there are sensitivities towards certain breeds so i said we've taken care of many over the years uh, it shouldn't be a problem and he said i have five what to which <laughs> i said like <clears throat> number doesn't scare me so i said i said that there should be no issue. I said, as long as there's no aggression or they're not like trained murder dogs, I think we're going to be okay. And he paused and he went, okay, well on that. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. They speak German, don't they? <laughs> they speak. Ger- he said, Dang it. he said, I am a dog trainer and I compete in defensive dog handling and maneuvers. What? He, he trains his German Shepherds to run after the guys in the suits. <laughs> to, and then they, do, they do competitions for like takedown and guard and, and all sorts of stuff. And he turned What? And, and I was like, oh, well, um, and then my brain's running here being like, well, I guess technically it's not like he's, he's not training an attack dog. Like, I mean, he is though. But it is kind of, it's just like a canine dog, like yeah. a police dog. That's what they do. Yes. <laughs> right. Or like an army dog. That's what they're trained for. He's training them for that. And then I'm going, so 
he's not he's not training aggression it's it's skill sets you can actually train a dog to bark differently i mean yeah to ward off people um so i'm like well yeah sound angry dog right exactly (laughs) so i just started asking questions of like (laughs) have you had people come in and care for them before and he said oh yeah it's vet techs um i have uh, the, the, the vet i take them to vet techs come over care for them all the time they're i can i'll give you I'll do the meet and greet. Um, we'll do, I'll walk you through all their commands. I'll have you do all of them. They'll follow you. Um, I, here's my regimented schedule, blah, blah. And the more he's talking, the more I'm going, yeah, this makes sense. Like he's a trainer. He's, and he's a legitimate. He actually told me the name of his company. I looked yeah. him up and all this stuff. He's not like some guy who's like breeding pits in his backyard for, oh, yeah, yeah. right, to protect his house. Like that's not what he's doing. These are high quality, extremely well trained, efficient, professional yeah. dog. And more importantly, he'll tell you all the things to not say or do. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. And like <laughs> all those bad German words to not. Say. Yeah, Oops. don't say these things, and then uh, you'll yeah. be fine. This is what I'm thinking now. Now I'm starting to put the pieces together and go. You know what? If I'm actually going to work with somebody, I would want to take care of a trainer's dog. That good point. Now, I mean, yeah. So because they're I, you know trained. It was just, it was just, not just like running amok, not like just like the Rottweiler that you, people have chained outside in the junkyard, you know, not like that dog, like, uh, yeah. not going out, not going over there. That's not... it, no, exactly. Exactly. That, that's what I'm concerned about because people have quote unquote guard dogs or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm not, not doing that, but somebody who's like, oh, this is a skill that my dogs do to compete. Okay. Sure. I still rather it be the dock jumping thing, but you know, oh, yeah. like what, whatever, like, <laughs> or, you know, I know bomb smelling or sniffing or whatever. Um, I, I talked to some people who do, they're called barn hunts. I don't know if you've seen these before. What? Um, uh, are they, um, is this the terriers? Are they hunting from rats? Yes. Are they really? Yes. So oh, what they do, I was using context clues. What they do Brilliant. is they they put rats in these little containers, these are like PVC reinforced mega things. They hide them in a course, and they've got real rats, they've got empty containers, and then they've got containers with the straw bedding and feces of the rats in it. And the terriers, the other dogs, whatever, have to go and find <clears throat> the real one. For the, all the points, and they set up a course and they hide it other under other scents. There's distractions. There's all sorts of stuff going on, and the dog has to give the signal at the right canister. And I watched some of these dogs do this, and it was insane. The, <laughs> I mean, terriers terrying is terrifying. <laughs> like it's. I was just in awe of these dogs who just went wild. And the the poor rats, they're so used to this. They're totally unfazed by this, right? Like I'm it's like, whatever. No, they care. were. These are this lady's pet rats. And that and she puts on the competition with them. Like she loves these rats. She adores them. That's she weird. Puts them in a little cage and has like Belgian Malinois run after them and try and like get them as well. Like it's insane. Oh, yeah, Desensitize no, them so they're like me. Yeah, <laughs> no, she does, and so they don't freak out and whatever. And she, yeah, it's 
This is like, this sounds like how they do this with coon dogs, too. Like, this is a thing that, like, coon dogs do. Like, blue, what, blue ticks and, like, red bones and the other ones. Uh, The black and tans, right? They do that for those, too. But it's, like, in in a wood. They just go out to, like, a copse of trees and they, like, they either just do it with, like, live raccoons or, like, Sometimes they do the stit stage where they like plant them up in a tree and they have to find the right tree, right? Because the dogs get points for like if the tree has the scent but no raccoon and like yep. they get max points if it's the tree with the raccoon in it. Uh, I've heard of this existing. And so it sounds like the same thing just in smaller scale. Yeah. <laughs> the raccoon dog thing. I thought that that's was wild. I, I anyway, I talked to these people. I was fascinated by it, and they they host the national championships in Springfield. There's a, of course, there's a national championship. Why am I not surprised? Are you going next year? Are you going to uh, no, the it's this year? And it's at the fairgrounds, and I'm very strongly considering this. <laughs> This is at the fairgrounds. It's a- they just turn them. They just turn them loose in the rodeo building, right? Just like go. Pretty <laughs> much. Ah, that'd be great. This is something I need in my life, and I think, <laughs> I think I may try and go to this. But yeah, oh my gosh, they have the the national national competition of people in spring in Springfield. They have um they were having one of their regional trials. I mean, people were driving from Illinois, Iowa, um, Oklahoma, Texas to come in for these competitions so that they could work their way up to the, um, the national level. The national what in the world? And what's amazing about this is it's <laughs> dude. <laughs> what the owners, I was talking to the owners. They're just a bunch of like, like older Midwestern ladies who are just like, yeah, got a terrier. I'm here finding rats. <laughs> what a man i would just love to be in the room when one of those people tells like somebody else at like church or whatever like that that's their hobby i just want to see their face i imagine it's like the face that i made when you said that this existed just like complete gasp like mouth agape like what you do what oh i'm sure I'm sure they were just completely un- uh, unsure of what to say to somebody. Um, yeah, I, I, I was sitting there going like, oh, this is a thing. And <laughs> okay, tell me more. And then <clears throat> watching the dogs do it, work through it. How do you explain to somebody like the one thing that I didn't ask and I really wish I would have was how did you get into this? Yeah, you can ask that when you go to the championships. Yeah, like what? What's it? What's it called? Like, what do you call it? Like, how did you get into barn hunts, terriering, <laughs> barn hunting? Yeah, yeah. No, there's a legit. No, seriously, look up the barn hunt association. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> what they've got, they've got rules, they've got breed classes, they've got all sorts of stuff that you can enter in. Oh, bar, the first result is barn hunt Springfield Mo. Yes, like not even joke. What in the world? I, I know. Welcome to barn hunt. <laughs> my gosh, they've got rule books, 
<laughs> I mean, obviously. It's like, again, this little tiny quarter, a corner of the world. The rules. Like, yeah. And they can have the dogs. They, they can be, they can be blind. They have blind uh, stuff. They, they can be deaf. They can be in wheel carts, all sorts of things. The dogs can compete in. So it's like, <laughs> The Rat Wrangler's Guide. Oh my god, I'm dead. (laughs) Wow. I see. The picture on the website too is hysterical. Like, it looks like the dude is holding one of those things that you put silverware in at a buffet. Right? And the dog is just like snarling into it. Yeah. Yeah. You you know why the Barn Hunt Association (laughs) comes up with the Springfield? Because they're based out of Springfield. Bart- I mean, I mean that makes sense. It's a very centralized place to be. Yeah, you know. So, so uh, I know in the O Brother ca- uh, calendar, we've got lots of places to travel. We've got the museum in Egypt. We've got some other places. But in October, I think live coverage. Wow, Ozark Empire Fairgrounds of the Barn Hunt Nash 2022 Barn Hunt Nationals. Okay, here, here's what I was wondering. Barn Hunt is open to any dog of any breed or mix who wishes to play the game and can fit through an 18-inch wide by bale height tunnel. Oh, because they do obstacles. It's like- yeah, so if your dog can fit into a hay bale tunnel, boom. In there. Yes. I like the vague term bale height. Like, just like, well, you know what Hayville is, don't you? <laughs> you? You live in Missouri. You've seen a square bill before. Obviously, this is a unit of measure everybody is familiar with. <laughs> the bail height, international unit of measure. <laughs> uh, roughly a foot, I would imagine. I'm not really sure. Uh, wow. There you go. Teams coming in from all over the all over the, the country. That's very exciting. So. Man, this is just shocking. Who knew that this existed? Add this to the list of things that O oh Brother had no idea existed before today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Barn hunting. The kind of things we bring to your- there you go. And with uh, with that, with that, I think we'll end on that bombshell. Oh, I think so. I gotta digest this. Yeah. Think about that. Uh, get, get those get those tickets bought and uh, get. Oh, oh man, I bet they're going fast. I bet. <laughs> I bet I could. Since I have met the president, I'm sure we could get a media booth and media passes. To <laughs> I would die. I would absolutely die. And I'm kind of not joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should we could add it to the fall tour in September we'll do the steam show and then in October we can do the dog <laughs> okay. okay we've got planning to do folks anyway, ah! love you all oh, <laughs> love you too. we'll talk again soon okay. Okay. bye bye <laughs>